This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, good morning. Good morning. Um, we're holding here in Pegman Bays. Hadibar Kodesh Hashis is Leisitzach. So the first five speak about a Kaddish Baruch Hu, who is the root of, of everything. So the first one is obviously um, that the existence of the, of the fruit, so to speak, of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's root needs to be in the world. So Lord Sitzach is the first one. It's obviously it's the most encompassing. It means that the, the existence of the world remain. So in the first in the first Dibris, each one has a little reason given next to it. But has So it sort of explains. Even though that's a punishment, but but it still says it, you know, it's it's a reason, so to speak. So even though all these are not reasons in the sense of why a Kodesh gave it, but it's a reason why to keep it. But in the last in the in the last there's no time. I mean, it should have given the reasons that So why why is there no reason given? There's a very obvious reason given, and the pasuk itself gives that reason. The pasuk in 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 Noach speaks about and it says because Hakadosh Baruch Hu created a person to Kim, and that's why he can't spill any blood. Why? Why isn't that reason given? Benira. The reason given, since we give each one a different reason, it sort of marks off every mitzvah as having its own rationale, having its own. It it it's it's. it's Coming to address a specific issue different than the ones afterwards. Um, the last debris all are really part of one point. So um, you have everything written with meaning that. It's it's like one run on sentence. It's all different elements of one whole. And he's going to explain later, um, if you broke him down, why it is like that. So um, the the uh, the the reason why it's all together is because they're really branches of one thing. And now he's going to show where at the end of it, it's all brought together. So 
לכתוב, וזה כל הלכת ברכות לא סחמות, מפני כזוכר כאן כל הקניונים. Over here, he, he's trying to, in Beisri Echo, in Eisri Echo, in Avdo, in Amosir, Shorin Chamor, in Choshul Echo, all of these are different. In, in the world of Kinyonim, each one represents something different. Um, when you talk about the Kinyonim, about possessions, you have a certain hierarchy. One leads to the other. In other words, one king like the bias from bias of civil acherim kikasha in the bias and in oisa isha kileza mokim itena isha shatzoch losis lo bias shatzoch lo bias kidech and loshem atznuos v'chol akinyanim ani choisa lo bias ulefikoch makdim kisiv ne bias chadosh v'chak kikachish isha v'chenom esaklo soiter perek mashur b'chomer k'abayis kam chol shakinyanim v'dovashu siba shadron nivlo b'chol b'menu k'zel siba ashtenim esayre. So there's a certain hierarchy of the Kinyanim where the more general and inclusive Kinyanim precede the other ones. And so, on. so this is this whole paragraph over here where he says there is a, um, a, a, a sort of the, the last five ones all are much more together and they, they all relate to a person and his Kinyanim. And there's a certain hierarchy going from um, the person himself, like a Metzicha, and finally branching out into bias and Isha and Shor and Hamor and so on and so forth. Now he's going to explain, next paragraph, Gimel, he's going to explain the difference in the um, the um, Dibris between Yisra and Veschanan. What, what, how come there are differences in them? Um, so, in other words, he finished now giving an overview of the of the of the structure of the dibris. He's now going to explain the differences between the two dibris, and then he's going to come back to the last dibris later. We find differences. The following. Um, so this is again which which stands out. It's, it's interesting that to him this is I mean he's pointing out at all these differences. So it's fascinating. He goes from the most blatant ones, you know, Zachar Shoma, which is Dashant, and, and, and adding Lemanya Nuach instead of uh, and not having Lemanya Nuach, and so on, to the extra valves and the missing valves and so on. They'll explain. He's uh, 
he's going to go through it. So They were said together, which is something that we have no way of relating to it. So yes, um, Okay, they were said together. Is there any order? So we had to write it out. In, in two different places differently. Is there a reason for this, the first series is it just random, we just picked out in alphabetical order, or is there a reason why we'd first explain Zohar and then Shammah? Um, what about, I pointed out ten, a dozen different places and differences, and we explained one what about the other ones? point out There are all these other differences that I pointed out. Why doesn't why is that mentioned? Mainly said when you have words written differently, different term used, you could say this concept of the Dibachat. But when you have the Manya Nuach that's listed here, not there, what are you going to say? Here, here, I mean, the saying and not saying what together, it doesn't make any sense. Those are the issues that he has with the differences between the two Dibachs. Omnam. So Devin Ezra, who says um, that he, did, he rejects Chazal because he says it's not natural to say two words together. He says, um, he, um, he, um, he, um, Speech is something which requires sequence. Like to say Zohar, you have to say Zayin and then a Chaf and then a Reish. So, I mean, the, 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 it's made of individual bits and pieces. What does it mean, Basachas? There's no Basachas that means speak. Every, every, every sound is, is, is distinct. If, it, if let's say we'll say it's a miracle, how can we hear two things? Okay, Kachbal can do whatever he wants. Our ears are kind of limited. These are all of his um, problems, and he has a whole mahalach. The kind of a, he's making a snide remark about him. Um, so, so he doesn't like uh, Devin Ezra as uh, Pshatim. And this is very common. The Devin Ezra goes to the Chapshat very much and didn't like it. For who pirish kishama who kamoi zocha kizocha pirish ishkach eze yoim in a shavuah lekatshe and shem say mashav zekatshe shishma mashav shishkach lekatshe. So um, the the uh, the. He basically says that what Chazal mean is that there's no real difference between the two. In other words, Zohar and Shamar basically mean the same thing in this context. That, so, is the Davinez's metaphor that Hapshat? 
He didn't begin to understand what Chacham said and how Chacham spoke. In other words, he doesn't understand what Chazal means when they say these things. Um, he says, Shema Zachar don't mean the same thing in the Torah according to Chazal. Chazal say there's a difference. And one is a, an essay, one's a loss essay, which is which is a fundamental difference in, in the in, in what it's telling us. So you can't say, well, they mean the same thing. They don't, they mean very different things in, in halacha. Um, you see, even the Pasuk there, so, so it's obvious that the difference in reason comes to explain the difference in the point being made. Um, so, so besides the fact Chazal themselves always give a different meaning to Shamar than would be Zachar, and um, and the Pasuk itself gives two different reasons for it. So obviously it is two separate commandments. It's it's two different types of tzibuyim. Um, not like the Nazar says. Um, um, the, 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 you know, his kasha, that's impossible. Chazal don't say, make that point. They say it's impossible. So, so, so obviously, the, the, the point they're trying to make is that this is an impossible, physically impossible element. What they're saying is it was not a physical coil, it was something other than that. I mean, you're asking a kasha on Chazal, they themselves are making this point. You can say, I don't understand it, but you're not asking a kasha on them. They themselves say this is a physically impossible. You see that speech from the Council of Kaddish Baruch Hu is different than our speech. It says that Moshe would hear the coil, Kaiser wouldn't hear the coil. You don't have selective uh, broadcasting uh, on, on a regular coil when you have a coil going to one person, not the other person. So, so there's no cash on Chazal. In other words, if a person doesn't believe, he doesn't believe. But to ask a cash on Chazal, the Derek Maser Martin, it very clearly means something else. Okay, so there, so so in order to explain the difference between the two Dibras, he's obviously going to give the context of what's the difference between Tvarim and the first part of Torah. The, the difference in the two sets of Dibras in the way they're in the way they're expressed obviously has to do with the fact one is in Tvarim and one is in Shmais, and and you find that the First four, um, the first four svarim versus dvarim are different. The So first, let's explain the difference between mishnah Torah and the rest of Torah. So when a person is learning Teich Hachem Kukoisai, you're not allowed to interrupt. Al the klolos she misha term seeking 
Over there, you can interrupt. Right? Time of why? Halolo me piakarish parochu nemru, obelosha rab nemru, valolo me pi moisha be atzmanamru, blosha yochid atkan. So the Gemara says that one is um, is given, one is said for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, one is said for Moshe, and therefore um, it, it, um, this, this you're not allowed to interrupt, this one you can't interrupt. So, so the Maral says, V'einach v'anazecha Rak hefresh yeish bin mishnatoyer bin so let's explain this. Um, this is this is not unique to him. This is um, the the Biskarov actually says something like this and so on. Mishnah Torah is said by Moshe. Elad Vashiv Moshe. So Moshe Rabbeinu said all these things when he was reviewing it all to Klal Yisrael. But. Um, everything Moshe said that's in the Torah was said by Kaddish Baruch Hu. So, so what's the pshat? How do we understand Parshas Dvarim, Sefer Dvarim, vis-a-vis the other Svarim? Is this Moshe's personal memoirs? So then why is there a din of Torah? So there's a Torah. Uh, and this is all part of Torah. And, and if the Torah is missing that letter, it's, 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 um, it's wrong. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a pasul Torah. So what exactly? How do we understand it? So the, the um, you know was it was this part given by Kadosh Baruch Hu? Was it not given by Kadosh Baruch Hu? What is it exactly? So Meral says that Torah has in itself Torah shenasan Hashem zoyso yeshva shtei pchinis hapchin aches Hashem yisbarach Hashem zoyso Torah. Let's talk about this. This is, this is a very important key for understanding things. Um, let's give an example. Um, when I speak to somebody, so let's say when a computer talks to a computer, the exact information that is in one is um, transferred to the other one. Exact same amount of bits and so on and so forth. And everything is exactly the same because they're exactly the same. When I speak to somebody, so... I can say things very precisely and then I need to understand how does the other person understand it. Um, when, when, when I tell somebody um, something, I, I need it not only that the words be precise, but that the other person takes it the same way that I intended to be taken. So if the other person tends to be um, not terribly responsible. So when I tell him something, I am going to make it um, more stringent than it ought to be. So when I tell him, you know, if you don't do this, you're going to die, then maybe he'll take his medication. It's not precise, 
but it certainly gives over um, the right, it, it, it takes, it, it, it gives my words the right meaning to the other person. And, or vice versa, if the person will panic and, and, and so on, I might say less because I want the person to take it in a certain way. So when I said something, I need to understand how the people understand it. As, if, especially if we're, talking, if we're talking something abstract, I have an idea and I need to convey an idea. I, I will say it in a way that I think is precise, but that when the other person hears it, doesn't give it the same, he, he has it differently. So the same message, I need to ask myself, what does it mean from the person talking? And what does it mean from the person listening? I know personally, I have this issue a lot of times in, in Shidduchim, um, when people ask, so it's very different from where they're coming from. And some places they will automatically, if, if I say X, they will, they will, they will automatically assume Y. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, and, and I struggle sometimes. Do I say it exactly where I feel? Or do I say it so that the other person's reaction is what I think the reaction ought to be? Um, and it's, it's, not, it's not comfortable. And on the one hand, to say something where you know it's being... It's, it's it's been taken wrongly, or um, when or, or or to say something that you don't feel comfortable with the words you're saying, but you know that it's being taken the right way. There's no easy answer there. The Torah itself, coming from a Torah, and and then and then uh, hearing it is different. Um, it's the Rambam's writes in in Marnevuchim in his in his like the reasons for. <clears throat> the possible reasons for uh, an author making mistakes. And he says, he gives many different reasons why a mistake can be found in a work. And one of them is there's a need for an author to oversimplify when he's telling it to somebody who doesn't understand. And so I can't give somebody a precise description of something when it's lost on the person. So I'm going to um, give it um, a, a, a simplified explanation. So um, let's say I'm trying to explain to kids how digestion works. And I'll say, well, your teeth are like a grinder and a mixer. And, and then and your stomach is like a mixing bowl and something like that, which is not a bad analogy, except that the kid imagines that there are two blades in your mouth someplace grinding it, then, then he has it wrong. So you're oversimplifying, but it's the only way to understand it. If you just list all the technical parts of, of, of the digestive system, it doesn't mean anything. So every time you have human speech, you're going to have the medaber and you're going to have the shomea. And those are going to be um, different. Torah is, this is how Torah is heard from our side this is this is Torah. In other words, we're viewing Torah through two angles: the Dibur of Hakadosh Baruch Hu and the Shmiya Meisha Beinu. And the fact that Hakadosh Baruch Hu told Meisha to write it means that included in the Torah we have the two angles 
of, of Torah. The Torah meets out the Dibur, the Torah meets out the Shmir, the Torah meets out the, just an abstract Emes, and the Torah meets out the Klita on a person. Um, so he says, when you have two things that are Shavu B'mayla, so two computers are exactly the same. They're two pieces of metal that produce the same uh, pulses and, and, and cause the same reaction. So then you can have, then it's, it's identical. If, if everything's working okay, it's identical. In a shaman and an inhuman medavishman, you can't have that. I heard a, a story once. Again, I, I will, uh, even if it's not true, but it's a, but it's a very good story. Um, the Satmarov was had a very interesting relationship with Gavar and Kotla. He admired Gavar and Kotla a lot. They saw eye time, many things. And they had vehement disagreements uh, about the participating in elections in Israel, you know, what good versus them and so on. So the Satmarov once told Gavar and Kotla, um, you know, all the gear in Rabbanim, to the last one, all feel that it's also to participate in elections that have anything to do with the Zionist government. Ravon Kotler was a very um, sharp and impatient person, and he said, all the Hungarian opponents, they're all a bunch of rank amaratsi. So Satmarov on the, on the way back in the car was very, very shaken. He told this driver, he told him, all amaratsi, all amaratsi. So the driver told him, Rebbe, he says, when a literature says they're all amaratsin, it's like when the Rebbe says they're all Pesha Yisrael. It doesn't mean anything, it's an expression. It's like it's like the Rebbe saying Pesha Yisrael, it's the same thing. Um, it, it's uh, a pun whether or not the story actually happened, but it's but it, but it certainly is, an, is, is a very good description. So it, it, there's a difference between Hazan is said, now Hazan is covered, or Lafika, he says, Hatayri Kula, Chutzmi Mishnah Tayra. So we go, what we'll find in, in, the, in the first part of Torah is Mitzah Anoisim. Kamekabel mekabel basayif, kashegama anoisim skizeris kvarav, wazam kamekabel. So first you have in the order of, of, the, of, the, of the interaction of speech, you first have the speech coming from the Madaba and then the Anoisim. So even the words he began explaining. Explaining means transferring something to a different lashon, and and. And 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 he's expl- giving it all in different way. This, by the way, I, 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 I'd like to explain as a key to understanding a lot of different um, things in the Torah. If somebody if somebody takes a, a, a Tanakh or a Torah, and he'll find the same event described differently in different places with different names. If this is the Aleph base or the ABC of the people who, who, who deny the divinity of Torah. Look, I mean, there's so many stereotypes and so many contradictions and so on and so forth. So um, the, the answer to that is, um, it's just like, I, I guess, when, when you're looking at a human body and it depends how you slice it, if you, if, if you make it, it, it the length, in the width, 
slicing it, it you know, in, in, in pieces downwards, it, it, they'll look very different. And each one is really telling you a, a truth. When you want to get, we, we can't have a real three-dimensional image. A three-dimensional image is putting together a lot of other images. So, so, so if, if, if a surgeon wants to do something, he wants to look at whatever organ is from different angles because each angle gives him a different perspective. And, and, and therefore, the Torah will, will the, the, when the Torah wants to tell us different aspects about different things, we have a different story. Um, let's give an example. If I'm trying to explain some of the complexity of a person's beha- behavior, so I can tell a story about how a person was very mean in a certain situation. At another time, I'll tell them a story about it was very nice. And the truth is because I'm, I'm trying to explain to you, think of how he, he was, he, the person's also struggling between being very nice and being very upset. And when I look at each piece separately, I'm sometimes able to see the picture much better than if it was just jumbled it together. So when the Torah has different theories, and even how the name is, and this is, that is, Chazal say, Malami, this, not that, that's what it means. It means the Torah is telling you a story from different perspectives. And, and the Torah needs, the Torah is trying to, to, to teach you something which you can't get if it would be jumbled up together. So, so the same set of experiences um, in very different ways, and um, each one carries different, a different part of the message. So it, it, that's where the Torah is given. You have the Torah given which has in itself a certain precision, but we don't experience it that way necessarily. And the way we understand it, the way we experience it might be different. Um, and, and he will explain all the differences like that. So, so um, it, it, we see, we're seeing Torah from two perspectives. Torah as a pure mathematical formula, this is it. Torah, as we experience it, or as a person ought to experience it, and so on. Okay, we'll hold it here. Next week, there won't be a show. I'm going to be away in Mitzvah, my kids. So I'm going to have a share. In two weeks, we'll have a share. Okay. A fellow for Hanukkah. Cultive. Um, how, how do we understand the Ebenezer's caches? Like, I know the morale asked in the book, like, they seem to be so. Um, um, so, so the, I think the Evan Ezra's, the, 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 I think the Briskorov once said about the Evan Ezra the following, he, you know, the Evan Ezra is an accepted, I mean, I always point out the Ramban might yell and scream, but the Evan Ezra is probably the most quoted in the Farish or the Rashi in, in, in it. So, so there's no lack of, um, you know, Back and forth. So, how does he understand? So, um, the Biscuit quoted Gemara Metzias says, "Achechem and Adechem and Adechem Elu Bali Mikra." So, Rav said this Bali Mikra. The Benazir held that Mikra has its own Pshat, what we call Pshat. If Chazal were, were sometimes Chazal say, "Kolakoyes is this and this and this," and then they bring Psukim. Here, they seem to be trying to say this as pshat. He understood the Chazal as offering it as pshat, 
and that he felt is wrong. And that's that's uh, seems to be. I mean, on on, on the other hand, Ebenezer will say many times when it comes to halacha, he says it, you know. But the, but the truth is is the Bali Hatoka and and Matik Eshmur. That's the, that's the that's the emes. They they have the emes. He didn't have a, a you know there wasn't a lack of of fidelity to Messiris, but he um, any time Chazal um, when when it seemed as if Chazal were trying to say pshat or trying to tell us this that we understand on the pshat level, that's where he, he either he had the time to Chazal or or he felt. That we need to be discouraged from sitting in shop. I don't know, whatever way, however you want to look at it. Did you feel that Chazal was okay. wrong? I don't know. You know what? I don't know. To us, it's unthinkable. I don't know. I don't know what to say. But but certainly, the wrong is not that they're wrong in whatever service they had, but they're wrong to present it as Pshat Nepasit. That, that his problem is what is pshat the pasik, and and that he feels it's not. And and the, the mahalach of the of the Ebenezer was was a mahalach of many uh, rishonim went and the radak the rambam Ibn Avram and rambam. I mean, th- th- there, this was a, a, a big yisod in in the world of learning mikra, and it changed with the ramban really, who who bemis uh, the. What we have today is branches of Ramban, um, but it's, you know, that's the way we keep it. I don't, it's, uh, that was the Mahalo. I, I, I don't know. I don't know to tell you more than that. But uh, he, he, his problem is how to learn Pshat and Mikra. And to, and, um, and to say that what Chazal is saying is Pshat, he felt was wrong. So, I mean, Ramban uses some stronger chance against it, but he's the most quoted person. The, the, you know, the, the the rabban refers to him as a, as as the, the aleph of 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 the pshat, and then he then he's you know, every, every so often he lots of evidence. Sometimes he you know doesn't whatever. However, he okay. Beseder. Yeah.